This is a Hot Pie Media original. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. H-E-L-P. Help. Better help. Now, is there something that's interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? You know, everybody who listens to Stop Self-Sabotage has something that they want for themselves that they are not getting because they feel that they're frustrated or they wouldn't be listening. They want more. And personally, when I first became a therapist, I went into therapy because I was so hurt in an emotional relationship. And I wanted to repair that. And BetterHelp is a place that you can do just that for yourself. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's a professional therapy done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. So you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. Better help is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists as needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. One of them is Anthony wrote, Karen is great. She's attentive, gives great advice, and really makes you think about your issues so you can resolve them in a fashion where you are comfortable. Visit betterhelp.com slash SSS. That's better H-E-L-P. And join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp, they are now recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. We have a special offer for you. For Stop Self-Sabotage listeners, you get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash SSS. As a therapist myself, I can't recommend them more sincerely. Go online, talk to them. They will be very attentive to your needs and they will get you the help you want. Hello, Sandy. Good to have you on the program and yes. uh, introduce yourself for the listeners, please. And the people who are seeing you on YouTube. Oh, uh, yes. Um, uh, uh, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, my name is uh, Sandy Corum, and um, I am uh, the owner of two companies. One is uh, the Festive Kitchen. I'm, I'm based out of Dallas. And the Festive Kitchen is kind of a uh, broad-based, uh, innovative food company. Uh, we're not only a caterer, but we also have um, two and going to be three um, uh, food shops. Also, we're a, a manufacturer of food, so we're available statewide in Texas at some very at some gourmet food shops. And then I own another company called the Catering Coach. Uh, where and where I help uh, restaurant owners and caterers elevate their catering, and what I mean by oh. that is be profitable, <laughs> because most <laughs> most aren't. And so, 
I'm, I'm, uh, I'm into food. Uh, you know, we didn't start out that way, but, but, uh, that's where, where, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Well, and, and reading about you and, and, um, and we're talking about here, we're talking about, um, the power of food and psychology because, mm-hmm. Uh, when we're depressed, when we're anxious, when we're when we're comfortable, um, we always go. Most of us go to food. Yes. So there is a strong connection between food and psychological well-being. Yes. And we're going to be talking about that today. And you're the expert, so so yes. glad to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. Now yes. I read. Help me. Tell me if this is right okay. or wrong. That you started baking brownies. And yes. Tell us. Yes. That story. <laughs> I, I am a um, nurse by uh, college degree, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, have my bachelor's in nursing, started out uh, and, and loved it in labor and delivery, loved it. Uh, but then when my, ch- I always uh, was home or my husband was home when my our kids were young, when the last one in her first grade, I thought, oh, you know, I do need to, uh, we needed to have me work. And so um, I thought, oh, I'll just go into, uh, uh, food. Huh? I, I mean, I, I could bake. I, I could. I had great hospitality skills, but no business background. So I started baking brownies for a hamburger joint, really a joint, <laughs> and baked thousands of brownies all the all the while calling myself a caterer. But it it, it definitely has blossomed since then. And uh, so you know, you can always start out uh, small. <laughs> Most sure. people do. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. You know, so I started out with a comforting thing first, a brownie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. But you know, a lot. Most of us have have baked brownies, but most yes. of us also have not become a major entrepreneur <laughs> in food. So there was an arc there. Um, yes. And I love uh, your website where you have the countdown to how many yes. dough cookie doughs you, you made, co- cookie balls you made. Yes. 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 <laughs> Up to almost 10 million. Um, oh, and God. so, uh, yeah, that's, and, and the funny thing about that was I, I, I could never make a great chocolate chip cookie. So somehow I must've mastered that one. So, uh, <laughs> uh, and so, uh, but cookie dough balls are one of our, uh, our things that we are most known for here in Texas. In fact, we're the cookie dough capital of Texas. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, trademarks go a long way. So, um, Anyway, so we're known for our cookie dough balls and, you know, uh, th- that's one of the things we wholesale but, uh, to uh, Central Market, which is in, in all over H-E-B, division of H-E-B here in Texas. Right, right. And, and anywhere else other than Texas? Um, no, we have e-commerce, um, so we can ship nationally anywhere, yeah, uh, but, but we don't have a presence as far as a brick and mortar or, you know, of course we have catered across state lines, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, but n- no, we don't yeah. except for e-commerce, which is great. Yeah, of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about, uh, I have a kiddo, uh, grandson in college. I was yes. thinking, boy, he'd like a few cookies, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's where we, a lot of times we ship like that. Yeah. A lot of people want them to have a taste of home. Sure. You know? course. Okay. So let's talk about the psychology and, Mm -hmm. and, um, you and I were talking before and you were talking about guilt, the guilt of women for not, um, providing food for their family. Let's talk about that. Um, working women, I'm assuming women who are overwhelmed, who, you know, frankly, maybe in certain days can't do both. They just can't, can't do it. No. Um, they feel, 
like you said, overwhelmed. Um, you know, time is, you know, it's a trite saying, but it's true that time is one of our most valuable assets that we have. Yes. And, you know, so if you're a working mom or, or and that includes a mom at home that's got sure. three little kids that are under the age of whatever. Yeah. You don't in between going to ball games and and, uh, you know, taking the kids to wherever they need to be. You don't have a lot of time. And so they feel the the. the the average person, woman feels guilty about that in the fact that they would like to be able to provide for their family, you know, if they love to cook um, something that's homemade, something that's real, it's something that's a whole food. But a lot of times they don't just don't have the time to do it. So therefore they feel feel guilty about it. You right. know? Yes. And so it's it's like, and you know more about the psychology than I do, but but they have to feel feel that need in some ways. You know, comfort food is is uh, I mean, okay, let's backtrack. La, you know, we just came through the pandemic, and what are they calling it? The pandemic fifteen, because yes. people gained weight because they were home and because they were seeking comfort. So it's all wrapped up in the same thing: yes. giving the kids the foods that you know. All of that stress things um, make you, uh, you know, reach out to food, you know. So exactly. that's where I'm coming from of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you just uh, you just took my, my next question. Oh, well well done. The pandemic 15. And what do you think that we are searching for with food? Well, you know, I don't know. The, I should know, but I don't, uh, you know, Just I can guess. Hunch. Yeah, yeah. No, no. What about, you know, was carbs make you, uh, you know, feel comf- more comfortable? They do make you feel more full, et cetera. And what you're, I think what you're searching for is maybe mem- memories of uh, grandmother's mm. soup. Mm. Or if you had a great relationship with your family or our mom's uh, dinner and meatloaf that she used to make, yeah. or if you know your own family, just the comfort of the family circle, or, you know, even if you're single, if you're by yourself, just, just a comforting bowl of soup, you know, it, 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 it I don't know what, why it brings comfort, but it, it just does. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Absolutely. Well, mm-hmm. I think it, it, it satisfies a need. I mean, uh, you have to eat. Yes. And, and to eat good, wholesome food like you're preparing at the festive mm-hmm. kitchen mm-hmm. Um, and can ship anywhere, as you mm-hmm. said, through e-commerce. Um, I think that that is, um, I mean, a great gift to people during this time mm-hmm. because it's, you know, a lot of people don't want to go to the grocery store. They're they're afraid to get out or they mm-hmm. just don't want to take the risk. Mm-hmm. And so to have something that gives them a sense, an inner sense of well-being. Yes. I mean, really, that's what, that's what it doing. is. That's what you're doing. You're yes. creating well-being for mm-hmm. people everywhere. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking of your chocolate cookie. <laughs> chocolate <chip> cookie. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know what I thought of when you said that when you get sick. 
what's the first, you know, what's the thing you always think about? Oh, I wish I had a hot bowl of soup. Oh, exactly. Exactly. You know, even if it's broth. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Soup so, and, and, you know, a little toast and, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, maybe a chocolate chip cookie if you're feeling yeah, yeah. better, you know. That, so, nothing, nothing's warmer than, uh, uh, or, you know, having the smell of that. It's oh. also related to the smell. Right. Well, oh. that's, that's exactly right. And, you know, psychologically, they've done all kinds of studies that um, smell and your memory of smell can take you immediately back into a situation. Yes. So you can walk into a, uh, I happen to love cinnamon. And I mm-hmm. think it's because my grandmother lived with us and she was a oh. baker. She got oh. up every morning and made cinnamon rolls. Oh, geez. I know. That's tedious. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't think about that. Lovely, <laughs> lovely, <laughs> lovely. But I woke up when I was a kid with this this you know beautiful smell of cinnamon mm-hmm. in the house, and so for me that is a touchstone, and we all have it. And mm-hmm. uh, I think I think that's wonderful, and we need to be cozy and comfortable with that. I mean, the question, mm-hmm. of course, is is how much we're going to be putting in, you know, and. and <laughs> <laughs> having some regulation about that. Yes. So let's go back to feeling guilty about um, uh, not having a home cooked meal. And uh, so how's that manifested? How do you see that with, uh, with uh, you, you see that with, um, with w- people that come to shop with us. Uh, it's not in the people that are having, uh, you know, catered events. Of course, catered events are not where they were. Right. Uh, and they're smaller. But but one little thing, and I'll go back to that, is that even when people have catered events, what do they want? It, uh, most of the time, they want some comfort food on that menu, even if it's a mini. Isn't that interesting? Yes. They don't want, you know, a lot of, you know, you can have a big high-end, high-profile party or event, and they may want something that, oh, I wonder what that is, you know, that, but then they also want the mini grilled cheese. So it, yeah. you know, it goes back to all of that. So um, how does it manifest itself? Well, we see that in um, our food shops with, um, with women and the way that they shop. Um, and you're like, well, how, what do you mean by that? How do they shop? Because what they want is the real food. They want the pimento cheese. They want the uh, chicken salad. They want the, um, lasagna. That is one of our most popular things. You're thinking how boring is lasagna? No, not really. It no, is. It's, no, 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 no. You know? And so it's the way that they shop now when it comes fourth quarter, when it comes holiday, you know, mm-hmm. that's a whole different ball game. There's yeah. all sorts of desserts and all that kind of stuff. But I see it manifested that way. And so the way the festive kitchen has struck a chord in that is the fact that we want to be their dependable daily necessity Uh um, so that someone that works, someone that um, doesn't have the time, knows that they can come to us, they can get dinner tonight, they can get breakfast for tomorrow or the next day, they can get lunch for this week. And so it's something that we're dependable for them. Okay. So it's their dependable daily necessity, uh, which is how we've answered that call, so to speak. Uh, yes. so, uh, yes. anyway, yeah, that's how I see it manifested daily. Well, that's, that's fascinating because, um, as a way of, of ha- creating two outcomes, one yeah. is you provide for your, uh, your family and yes. two is you reduce your guilt 
because yes. you you are providing for your family. Yes. That somebody else has cooked this wonderful meal that mm-hmm. frankly, if it was me, if I lived in Dallas, that <laughs> I would I would never be able to cook. So I would be I'd be going, Sandy, I'm here. Hi. What am I having tonight for dinner? I know. <laughs> yeah, well, we have a sign that's in our stores. It's a plexiglass sign. It says never cook again. But oh yes. So you would be yes, one of those. I would. But, you know, even even someone that like that, like that, like you um, <laughs> and, and even if if you don't like to cook, you know, a lot of people uh, do like to. But they like we said, again, they don't have the time. All right. they got to do is you don't have to focus on the, uh, the whole meal. Just cook one thing that you make. You know, does that make sense? And even if sure. you have to purchase the rest, although some people may not be able to afford that, but at least meet your meet your guilt need, if that makes sense of, OK, I did make the lasagna for dinner. Yeah, I, I got a salad package, whatever. And it kind of relieves that, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes. I remember when I was um kind of dating my husband and I, you know, what is the old saying, you know, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Right. Yes. Yes. And I remember hiring some lady um, cook chef a lady yeah. to come in and teach me how to make rack of lamb. And then I <laughs> bought this beautiful bottle of wine oh and I, God. and he, he, to that, uh, to this day still says I deceived him. <laughs> But I did tell him, I did tell him, yeah, one time, that was it. And I did tell him I didn't do it. So there was a disclaimer, but uh, that I was learning, you know, I just forgot to keep learning. Anyway, I understand. Yeah. So one of the things, Sandy, you say is a little guilt is good. Now, why, why would you say that? Because, you know, um, the, the family, whether it be, uh, your, uh, a partner, whether it be uh, you have children, um, memories, uh, like you said before, are important. Your grandmother with the cinnamon, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you, the family and sitting around a table you cannot ever replace. You may not be able to cook the best food, but because but they can have that memory of sitting around the table as a family. So feeling guilty about that, I don't think is bad because you can. You, you, my point is, even if it's something you purchase, even if it's, you know, it, it, it's you're sitting around the table. OK, yes. so to feel guilty about that. That's not bad. No, that's that's something that you want to establish. So I think people have missed that because there's a lot there's a lot of young people that um, millennials and nothing wrong with it, but a lot of them don't cook, period. Okay, I'm finding that more and more and more. And so but they've got to establish, in my opinion, they need to establish that, uh, you know, that home hearth, that home uh, that 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 the family being cozy being cozy Mm -hmm. and yeah one of the the title of this uh, podcast is eat drink and be cozy because coziness is comfort right Mm -hmm. and i think i think certainly during this time of upset on lots of levels yes we want to we want to have our home as a psychological um sanctuary and part of that has got to be good food 
You know, yes. I mean, it yes. can it can be junk food. And I guess a lot of people have been doing that because of the you know pandemic 15, as we talked about. <laughs> but uh, maybe they've just been eating a lot of good food. I don't know. No, uh, a lot of them have been cooking more than they ever have. Oh, well, that's and, good to know. And the number one most requested recipe for over the last year was sourdough bread, homemade sourdough bread. And so all of these people learned how to cook bread. And so and that's a great bread. Smell. Yeah. Yes. So they learned how to cook a lot. And so and really, that was the number one request is sourdough bread. Interesting. And so go figure, you know, and because they were home, <laughs> they could watch it rise and all that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. So um, I, I just think it goes a lot. It, it, it goes a, a lot to our to our soul, to mm. our heart. Yes. You know, is yes. is food does more than you think it does. Yes. Um, and it's all related to the senses. Like you said, um, I happen to have a and they joke about it. My family does. But I happen to have a super smell. Uh, now that can be good and that can be bad, right? But we'll just go with the good part <laughs> in that it, it's helped me to have a great sense of taste, you know, sure. for for food, which is which has been great. But but like you said, all of this wraps into one. It's comforting, the smell, the memory, the etc. And so uh, it it all goes to the psyche. <laughs> well, it does. It goes to your sense of wellness and mm-hmm. uh, comfort and mm-hmm. our need to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the festive kitchen is providing that so much across mm-hmm. Texas. And, mm-hmm. and as you said, through e-commerce, um, you may see a, a credit card light up with the name Pat Pearson on it. <laughs> okay. I'll be, I'll be bringing it to California where I live. Yes. <laughs> Just yeah. talking about it makes me want to order. So, <laughs> I Thank hope, you. I, all right, everybody get online right now okay. and start okay. ordering. All right. So food and comfort are joined, and that's because of memories, that's because of smell, that's mm-hmm. because of uh, creating um, an environment uh, mm-hmm. at home that um, when you feel a little bit cut off from the outside, yes. you enhance your own sanctuary. Um, mm-hmm. And you're doing that with um, your wonderful contribution of food. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one, um, one other uh, question here. What um, what took you from baking brownies to being this amazing caterer entrepreneur? I mean, what was the what was the business side of this? The business side of it was I began uh, by accident in the beginning. Uh, uh, seriously, um, I thought, well, you know, it took me several years to um, to get my footing and to even have anyone call me for a catering job because. I mean, come on, no marketing, nothing. How, what do you expect? You know? And so, <laughs> and so um, I finally started doing weddings at the beginning. Um, right now we don't, but uh, which is fine with us, uh, but nothing wrong with weddings, but uh, I used to do like 60 or 70% weddings. And so I think what really kicked it off was two things. Number one, um, when I had my first wedding or so and, and got really good reviews from that, <clears throat> there happened to be, um, a book then uh, here in the Dallas area that was like the best wedding vendors. And so uh, I thought "Mm, that'd be really good to be in that book. So I thought, how in the world am I going to do that? So I started and it was going to come out every quarter. 
Okay. So I started having uh, the people that we did the weddings for right back to that book and say it was the best one. I got reviewed in that book and stayed in that book for a couple of years and that launched the wedding part. Oh, nice. Uh, And then I happened to have a, a, a wedding that was one of our first really high, high end weddings, not a high profile one, but a very, uh, very nice uh, upscale wedding. And I, and I went to a place that's at Fair Park. Uh, It's called the Hall of State. It is very, very, very difficult to cater at. There's no kitchen. uh, And so you are catering for three, four, 500 people, which is common. And, And people think that caterers have Oh, they've got to have a kitchen somewhere. Most of the time, no, we're in a laundry room, a closet behind a curtain or in a garage. And so so we, you know, but I met a very high end event planner who liked our food. And then after that, she helped uh, get us launched. And so I think another thing is, is that we, even though we do, we've done a lot of high profile events, we don't really, um, I've trained my staff and expect this of them to treat the high profile person just like an everyday person because they don't see that most of the time. Most of the time it's like, oh, you know, I want your autograph and all that kind of stuff. So we don't allow that unless the mm-hmm. that person asks and says it's okay. Yeah. So I think all of that together. And then all the number one thing also is once you get in business, one of my um uh, my personal um I'm not, not a motto. That wouldn't be it. My personal characteristics would be to always have character beyond what anyone would expect. And that if we, if we mess up and it's going to happen to anybody, own it. Absolutely. And I'm from Louisiana. So you give back a little bit of land. Yep. You give back more than what yeah. what is expected, yeah. and I think that's that served us well even to this day, sure. um, because yes. you can't, you know at the end of the day it's like it's like uh, you can't uh, look you looking back you can't go oh, I did all these events it's how you how did you handle all those it's the same way with what we're talking about about food is it years from now when your kids think back or your husband thinks back or whatever uh, uh, they're going to remember the memory of it. It doesn't matter. They're not going to remember if you had mac and cheese or whatever. They're going to remember the memory of the family or the memory of you. The you know what I'm saying? Again, back to what we've just what we just discussed. Being so, being at home and being cozy. Well. Mm-hmm. Sandy, you are yeah. certainly festive and you oh. created, I love your, your title too. The My fest- husband named that. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Yes. The festive kitchen. I mean, that's such a great title. It makes yeah. you just happy. I think, you know, oh, festive. Yeah. We started using the word a lot in, um, from when we do any marketing, we've made it a noun. Have you got your festiveness today? Uh, you know, <laughs> let, let uh, you know, um, we use it with our with our employees. If they're not a fit, they're not a festive fit. Uh, you know, <laughs> so we've taken the term to a little bit more. I love extreme. that. <laughs> but it, but it's but it's workforce, you know, so uh, <laughs> once again, it's memories. You're conjuring yes. up memories and people think festive. They think they think fun. They think upbeat. They think mm-hmm. 
great. You know, I yeah. don't, I don't think that when I go into my kitchen, I think, oh my god. <laughs> well, you know what? Sometimes even, uh, you know, people go, oh my gosh, you know, you must cook um, all the time. I even get tired of cooking, so it's not bad that yeah. someone does that. You yeah, know, back sure. to what we we're talking about. It's sure. not. It's just. Uh, it's just making it so you don't sabotage yourself as your word, there you, go. It, you know, to, to really cause harm to yourself. And so right. I did, and I just go, I don't want to cook tonight. So whatever, you know, so <laughs> well, you know, you, you make a, another great point and that is, and I hadn't thought about it, but you know, all the research these days is uh, you need to eat healthy food, yes. not full of additives, not full of all the, you know, processed stuff. And you can yeah, and you can if if you get involved with someone like yourself, yeah. because that's what's happening in the festive kitchen. You are making healthy mm-hmm. foods that the mm-hmm. people can pick up and know that you know. I'm sure you have all the list on there. Yeah, yeah. What's in it, and uh, but know that someone has made it, and um, you know, and uh, and you're being yeah. provided for. I mean, yeah, I think not that's, out of box. I think that's a wonderful feeling. I really do. Mm-hmm. So. You know, congratulations Thank on you. helping families and and being an entrepreneur from brownies <laughs> to business. I mean, yes. it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought, you know, I always say, uh, and it wasn't an easy road. Everybody has that. You no, know? no. Never uh, is. Uh, and so that's how I, with the catering coach, that's how I help other people go. You know what? I've been down that road and, you know, I, you know, I wasn't do, running the business the way it should have been run, you know? And then if, you, but if you're in there for just a mission statement and just, uh, you know, to donate, that's fine. But most business owners aren't. <laughs> right. Know? Right. Yeah. They, they do like to pay their bills. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I know. we have been know. so lucky to have you on today, Sandy. Thank Thank you so much for talking about food and comfort and coziness and eating healthy and providing all of us, all the women in Texas and and other places as well with the option of having healthy, well-cooked meals. I I appreciate it. And uh, so um, tell us how we can get hold of you for e-commerce or anything else. Yeah. Well, for e-commerce, it's it's shop dot festive kitchen dot com. That's easy. And if you can't remember that, just go to festive kitchen and dot com. And there's uh there's some links there. Uh, one of it says ship anywhere. And then the other, if you're in Dallas, then there's all sorts of information for you on catering and right. and, uh, you know, shopping online or at our food shops. But it's shop dot festive kitchen dot com. Thank I you. Love that. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you. Such a pleasure. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all of our other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home online at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.